0: Hello and welcome to the Franchise Growth Pod, a podcast created by the team here at AC Inc and your resource for all things mindset, franchisee performance, profitability, leadership, marketing, pretty much everything you need to know to get to your next stage of growth. We like to think of this podcast as friends chatting franchising on a rooftop patio over a glass of wine or maybe a whiskey. So if you love action steps, genuine conversations and growing your business, settle in and let's talk franchise growth. Hello and welcome back to the Franchise Growth Pod. This is Bell, Director of Marketing at AC Inc. And guys, I have such a fun guest on today. Um, Steven Inglefield, our COO, our secondary, I guess, second leader in command, um, our systems guy, our leadership expert, um, the brains behind so many of the projects that you see uh, out on the on the front lines there. Uh, Stephen, how's it going today? Sorry, I just like rambled for so long.
1: <laughs> what a glowing introduction, thank you very much. You can introduce me every day.
0: Perfect, I need to actually, I'll, I'll have to refine it a little bit. I think we could make that better. Um, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Franchise Growth Pod, which I'm just gonna call you out a little bit. Apparently you haven't listened to any of my episodes, feeling a little hurt, I have to say.
1: Uh, I, I've been storing them up, and then I'm gonna binge listen to them all on a rainy.
0: okay. No, I kind of love that. We're in like a yeah binge watching or binge listening. I'm into that. Okay, acceptable answer. So Steven, in case people, um, like if people are on Angel's LinkedIn or if people join our part of our roundtables, um, I'm sure they know who you are and they've talked to you and, and you um, talk talked to so many members of our community on a day to day. But um, if someone is new to the community or hasn't been following us on social as long, um, maybe just describe a little bit of your role at the company, how you came to find AC Inc. You have a, an incredible history in business and entrepreneurship in general, and that you bring so much of that to AC, the team. Um, so maybe just describe a little bit of that for someone who's new to the community
1: yeah absolutely so um, as you said i'm the coo here i didn't start off that way what when originally angela was a mentor a business coach of mine um, I, I saw her on a panel and and, and reached out to her it's probably about three and a half four years ago now um, because i had a, a health clinic concept that i was looking to franchise so and at the time didn't know whether or not i wanted to franchise and so um, Angela helped me work through the decision making process and actually decided in that instance that that was not the path I wanted to go down,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: uh, continued working with Angela anyway, uh, because she was able to help me with so many things, including uh, the culture of the company and mm-hmm. creating buy-in and motivate, motivating staff and, and all those great things. Um, after a while, you know, I, I started paying more of an interest into Angela's business and, and really seeing um the world of franchising and, and this fantastic mission that she was on to you know, create transformational growth in, in everybody that she interacted with and so um once i saw um you know saw, saw her in action in her element as I was this is something i want to be part of and so um really um from that point i i said hey let me be a ceo we'll, we'll build this together and uh, that's that brings us today
0: So fun. And it's actually, it's kind of cool thinking back because I think you and I joined the AC team like same month. Yeah, we did. We did. So it's so cool. Yeah, we are. We are definitely the OGs. And uh, it's so special. Like it's so neat. It's been so cool getting to grow this like obviously our our growth over the past few years has been insane um like more than we ever could have I think dreamed of and uh the community that we have now is like the best group of people and uh just continues growing every day which is so special but so neat that you and I have had like kind of a similar growth uh trajectory in the company which has been kind of fun um so cool Uh, Well, so I wanted to talk today, you uh, did an awesome session um, uh, at the AC retreat, um, which if somebody doesn't know what the AC retreat is, go back and and listen to our episode all about the retreat, me and Jordan um, did an awesome episode on that a little while back, Um, but you had an awesome session um, all about leadership. Kind of servant leadership or empowering people um, within your company and all the ways you can do that as a leader. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that today. I want to get some key takeaways for people who are kind of thinking like, love that idea. I've heard you know, YouTube videos on that, or I've heard people talk about this kind of um, leadership that empowers the team to really be a leader within the company as well. And I, I just want to give people like, actionable ways that you've done that or that we as a team have done that you've like started and successfully exited many businesses. You are an awesome part of this team. Like you've really built a lot of this team as well, the AC team. Um, so I'm just, yeah, I want to give people kind of actionable steps for that. Um, maybe you want to start with like how you think of successful leadership. Like, do you have a name for it? What does that look like to you? What have you seen like work in businesses in the past? Um, maybe just provide a bit of that definition
1: yeah absolutely so i mean the term servant leadership i think has been going around since uh, i think there was a book in the 70s or it was first it was first mentioned but uh, even now i think it's still a a, a term that is being refined uh, mm. to me what servant leadership means is that your primary focus your primary goal is the support and well-being of your employees um your, your team but beneath you as a leader. Um, and traditionally that that leadership approach has very much been a top-down focus. Mm-hmm. And, and I like to think of certain leadership as um bottom-up um empowerment. What we're what we're looking at doing is we're we're going to say as leaders this is our vision, this is our focus for the company, this is this is what I'm trying to achieve and what we're trying to achieve and this is the framework in which we're going to do it but then at that point rather than saying okay this is all of your tasks it's I'm going to back and support that your your genius and what you bring to the table as a unique individual and how can I support you in helping us achieve that goal
0: Ooh, love that. Love that so much. And I totally agree. I think there's, isn't there just like so many business books that named the term back in the 70s that now we now we are adjusting and making more modern. I feel like that's a, a very common thread. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think no matter what you call it, it's, it's totally what you were saying. Like there is a there is a vision. I think that's such a popular thing. I deal with this a lot, obviously, in like brand messaging and strategy and stuff, but it's the making sure every business concept, like no matter who you are, like your brand needs to have a vision or a mission, like some sort of larger goal that we're working towards and then bringing people on board who want to help in that vision or mission. Like that's such a big part of leadership now um i want to touch on a couple pieces of things you just said but number one when you're talking about the um structure and then kind of empowering people that means you obviously have to have a lot of trust in the people that you're bringing on like you need to believe in their uh, ca- capabilities you need to believe in their expertise um, not all, you know, companies have the capacity to bring on someone who like has a ton of experience doing that exact same thing in the past. For example, um, especially we work with lots of emerging brands. Um, So, if you're talking about like bringing on amazing people on your team, what are like things you look for? What are things you've seen work in the past in terms of uh, like bring aligned expert people or people who are keen to learn? Like, what does that look like when you're trying to find people to bring onto your team like that?
1: I think it's. Uh... I think it's looking for passion first um, mm. I, I think uh you know across many different industries i've, I've done many interviews and, and at the end of the day uh, you, can, you can have 100 resumes for one position and they all look exactly the same mm-hmm. you need to get onto onto that call and see somebody who is genuinely passionate about your mission and your vision and and you will find those people um, i think once you have somebody that it that is passionate bought in driven what willing to learn lack of ego um
0: Ooh, that's just, a really good one we talk about it, that a lot that's a huge one
1: it really is um and that doesn't mean that they're not confident they can be absolutely confident in their own abilities but they they understand that they don't know what they don't know and they want to be part of something bigger these are mm-hmm. things that i look for because at that point we can absolutely help support and get them to where they need to be but if you know someone is genuine and i think i don't know genuine you know i think sincere is the word that we need to use these days i think yes genuine is becoming like and authentic
0: and yeah <laughs> there, <there's> those <laughs> but, but, words
1: so, for sure so i think we'll give sincere a run for the next three years but i like uh,
0: sincere i like that that's a good one let's use pretty- that
1: but if someone is like sincere in their in why they want to be a part of your business, then you know that every decision that they're going to make is going to be with the best intention and for the betterment of the company. That means that they may make mistakes, but that's what that's where you come in and support, and you can build you can build a structure around that, around you know, they might need to run if it falls out of certain parameters, they need to run it past you, or those sort of things. You can still cater for that, but I think the first thing that you need to do is only bring on people. Um, that are really committed and bought into what you're trying to achieve. And then that means that you need to be really clear on what you're trying to achieve.
0: Oh, I'm so glad you said that Stephen. I was literally just thinking, I'm like, this is all sounding so good until you're a business that is not really sharing anything about what you value or anything about your mission or anything about like what you as a human are excited about. And then you get someone on a call and you're like, these people don't feel aligned with me. They don't feel excited about the same things. And it's like, well, maybe they don't know what those things are if you're not sharing them as a founder or a leader or whatever that role is. What are examples of things that you think like, for example, um, I know that you have worked with, um, like you worked with AC kind of building this out as again, bringing people onto the team, but you also have um, other businesses in the health and fitness industries that you've done this with in terms of building out teams when it comes to like how you express what the company cares about, like what are ways that you have done that or what are ways that our team has done that in the past? I know some of them, <laughs> but <laughs> but what are the ways that you think have really worked in terms of sharing what we're all about or what your, what your business projects in the past have been all about so that you can get people attracted to your business like people who are excited to come towards your business who are also excited about those things that was a very rambly way of saying that but I'm hoping you understood (laughs) yeah
1: I mean first things first as I just said you need to yourself be really really clear that this is your mission Hmm. and it need you know it, it can it can be tweaked over time but the core focus of it needs to be consistent if you're chopping and changing your vision and your mission, then that's not going to work. So um, we were very, very clear with with AC Inc because of Angela's um, clarity around that. And then with the health clinic concepts, we had a very clear focus and then that just meant that when we went into those initial calls, and, and by the way, this is very similar to what we would talk to in a micro-emerging franchisee about when they're having those initial calls, trying to find those first franchisees. It's Ooh, yeah, not, yeah. It's not really any different to a startup business trying to get on those first key staff members or team That's members. So true. Is is being vulnerable, being transparent, and saying, "Hey." We are new. We are. This is something that we're trying to achieve. We are so mission focused. We're excited. We're. We know we've got fantastic people. We need more fantastic people. This is something that we're going to be able to grow and build together. I, you know, I want to add you into this team because what you can bring to the team is so important. We're not going to get it. We're not going to be perfect as a leadership team. We're not going to be perfect as a franchise. You know, as a corporate. Um, Uh, corporate and franchise system, because we're still figuring it out. But your feedback and what you bring to the table is going to allow us to be better for those moving forwards. And immediately what you've got is ownership in the company or the brand or the growth or the development towards that mission. And you've got people that are going to be patient with you and they feel like they can align with you um one one of the one of the big things that we talk about is stewardship and and that really means um sort of taking accountability for both your team and yourself and any any failures and, and anything like that you know lessons obviously as we would call them but it means walking amongst your team and saying, we're all human. It's not gonna be you know, a linear line straight up of growth. It's going to be over time, that it'll trend up, but there's gonna be ups and downs and we're gonna get through them together. And the way that we do that is by creating that buy-in early and getting everybody really aligned with our mission.
0: Oh my God, okay, there's so many good parts of that. So just in case someone is not like scribbling down notes (laughs) because they, I think they should be, this is so, so valuable, so important. And I love your um, uh, example of this is very similar to bringing on your first few franchisees is it's very, very similar to a startup building out your team, right? So it's like the, the process is so similar because what exactly what you said, you have to bring people on who are super passionate about what you're doing. Both of those things um, you have to bring on people who are super aligned, super passionate. And how you do that is you have to know what you're passionate about, know what that alignment looks like, right? Know what you believe in, know what your values are, know what your mission is, know what you get um, stoked about in your business and what the impact that you wanna make. So you have to be really, really clear on those things when you are looking for people to either join your team or come on as, um, especially those first like one to five franchisees, um, shameless little plug here. If you don't know your values and your mission and your voice and what you really, really deeply care about and who you want to be bringing on board to get aligned on those things. We do actually do brand strategy sessions. And I know that's something we've been building out recently because we were noticing a lot of businesses were really needing just more clarity. They may know it in their heads, but just need it organized in a really, really um, useful way, like organized on paper, organized in a way that makes sense, um, communicated really clearly, just like organizing their own thoughts about what their business is all about, what their mission is all about. Um, So I've been doing that with a few of our clients over the past six months, and it has been phenomenal to see people's visions come to life on paper and have them actually implement that into something like an interview process or into something like onboarding their their z's what that looks like and having them have a clear story um, and a clear mission and clear values to be explaining and then that alignment can come from that so i think that's so many good action steps already from this conversation
1: one thing um, i'll just jump in yeah there yeah as course. well is um if you haven't if, if you're listening and you and you aren't really clear on your core values, this you know this isn't something that goes on a plaque on in, in the in the office on the office wall on a back page of your website. You know, core values are are so important to the growth of a company. They are a a set of of rules that you know uh, that guide everybody on the team that people you know that people hold themselves accountable to, and and if you get them right. It can basically mean that as long as your team is meeting any one of those core values at any one time, you should be growing. Um, and if you don't have them really clear, or if maybe you don't live them out day by day, then I think you have a fantastic opportunity to create buy-in with the team members that you already have. Oh, and bring, that. Bring, bring them together. We did this with the, with the health clinics. You know, we, we, we had a company that was running for three years and then we pivoted changed our focus to go into um veteran care for for military vets and so it really it it did change the, the slightly the focus of the company and so rather than just going with our old core values or saying hey these are the new core values what we did was bring together that core leadership team and then we did we did these core value sessions where we pulled out what made people excited about the mission that we were on what do they love about their job why did they join this company and um, when, when you started pulling this out of people first of all they're they're saying all of this amazing stuff that makes you really validated as a, as a business owner <laughs> but also um, and that's, that's the selfish side outside yeah. of that though they're actually telling you what they want to be part of they're telling you what makes them tick and then you take you start you start seeing, sort of similarities come up, you group them together and they become your core values. And now you have a a core of people who literally have built the foundation of your core values. So they have, you know, there's no buy in necessary. They built them and and Mm -hmm. you you, you didn't uh, you didn't enforce it. You encouraged, you motivated, you facilitated those answers out of them. And now you've got a team of people that truly have ownership in your company. Um, and so, if you don't have, if you're not clear on your core values, or you haven't updated them for a while, or it's not really something that you're, you're using, I think you've got a great opportunity right now to go and get that. It's um, you know, something that you can do for free. Bring the team together. Bring have a pizza party if you want to. Like make it fun. But like, re- it's a way to really build that company morale, and then start living that out day to day.
0: Oh, I love that. And I, I, I'm i glad that you also clarified too. I, I think that that process is so useful when you're in that kind of startup or emerging franchise phase. Um, but it also, I like how you mentioned it, also is really useful at a more established uh, uh, company and franchise system where uh, you can bring people in and kind of like reignite the alignment right and go okay are thing are there maybe one or two core values we need to update or is there some wording that we could add in that really speaks more to what we feel now and yeah I mean, they don't need to be totally um redone if you're an established brand but just yeah getting people realigned on them and talking through what that means day to day um is such a useful thing to do in like a team call team meeting um i think in person is always really really nice but it is actually something you can still do virtually um because it is it's getting that buy-in um and yeah totally agree.
1: My last edit there would be, don't make your core values integrity and respect. (laughs) And you know what I mean? Hopefully that's the bare minimum that we expect from everybody within a company. So like make them actually true to your brand and to your Mm -hmm. mission. I mean, the AC Inc. one's action equals growth because that's what we've done over the last two years, right? we've, We've been building the plane while flying it. You know, an opportunity comes up, we can spend all day trying to refine that process and make it perfect, or we can lead by example and just take that first step and and grow with the company and so you know examples like that and and to give a shit is one of our examples like they can be a bit disruptive you know mm-hmm. that's uh, that that's something that really is important to us we really care about what we're doing and that means that everything that we do that that encompasses integrity and that encompasses mm-hmm. respect and just making sure that we're we're doing the best that we can at any opportunity um so yeah please don't have integrity and respect as your core values
0: or uh, or fun or honesty like just general words <laughs> like that that sound good yeah like we it's need to have those. <laughs> <in
1: the zeroes. laughs>
0: we need to have them a little more specific
1: yeah absolutely I think one thing that I wanted to just sign off on though just as the um as a couple of other things is the importance of just listening please 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 if you don't take anything else away from this this uh podcast just listen to your staff listen to your team Um, we should
0: have started with that one I think
1: (laughs) (laughs) but but creating creating space to actually give your undivided attention so that doesn't mean like yeah sure we'll jump on a call and you're sending emails and you're 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 sending texts because we're all busy but giving your undivided attention where you can actually see what is motivating somebody what is stressing somebody out pick up on their body language pick up on the tone in their voice Try to figure out what they're not saying, you know, and, and just show them that you are there to support them and not to direct them. That is the that's that's the only thing that matters, because if, if if you're if you are sincere in your in your willingness and ability to listen, then everything else will fall in line. And I just wanted to make sure that that was one bit that came across because that that honestly should be the biggest takeaway.
0: Love that. Um, and yeah, such a big part of the alignment piece and the the building up your own team members is that space to hear them and listen to what they're talking about and, and what they're concerned about or what they um, value in those conversations. So, I, I and the AC team, uh, I know that I have always felt like that's such a big priority for us and even with just all our check in calls and I love that in our quarterly check ins we always do little check ins and see how the quarter has been and and just kind of review. um, results and all that kind of stuff which is so great, but I love that that has always been something that is said over and over and something i've always very much felt is. um, that if there's ever a conversation that needs to be had or ever something you need to bring up that should never be saved for a check-in or a scheduled call it should always be something that we always feel open to be sharing um and i love that we do voice notes because it makes it even easier you don't always have to do a call it could always be something that's mentioned over a voice note if something's on your mind if you're struggling with something if you have a challenge that you're needing some support with all of that should be something that's brought up throughout the year it should be anytime, any you know that should always be an option not you know, like there's lots of kind of big corporate companies where it's like you have a check-in. This is when you review issues, like that kind of thing. And I love that um, more and more companies are realizing that it needs to just be a day-to-day. There should always be an open communication space, um, and you should always feel feel like you could be heard by by the uh, the leadership team. Awesome. So yeah, I think that's such a great um, a great key takeaway, and I totally agree that is definitely the number one thing to keep in mind. Um, anything else you want to add before we before we finish up?
1: No, I think. I think, given the the parameters for this conversation, I think that's uh, that's great. Um, and what
0: Stephen means, hold on, I provided <clears> notes, <laughs> so it's not. I didn't tell we couldn't talk about things. We had we have a list of notes that we're going from to make sure we we provide the most value possible. Parameters is such a limiting word. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Sorry, I'm
1: just. I, you. <laughs> I hear you, and this is,
0: this is how <laughs> we're
1: going to make edits moving forwards. <laughs>
0: We're gonna start using the word sincere and stop using the word parameters. Love it. Yeah. Um, so funny. Well, Steven, so, so enjoyed um, chatting. I think, yeah, so many awesome key takeaways to mention. Um, Uh, at the end there. And um, yeah, thank you so much. I think that was really, really valuable. Um, Just as a reminder to anyone who is not a part of our roundtable community, um, who is listening, if you want to join the the AC community and come join our free roundtables that we have for both established and emerging uh, franchisors, um, you can join these for free. You can uh, have a quick chat with our community um, builder, Jordan. And then he will put you on our regular calendar invites and you'll be, yeah, part of our awesome roundtable discussions with peer-to-peer learning um, and weekly topics, all about problem solving challenges in your business. Um, you can access those at angelacote.com slash roundtables um, and come hang out with us on LinkedIn, Angela Cote Inc on LinkedIn. Um, that's where most of us hang out most of the time. And uh, I think we will finish off by saying go be Awesome.